Hey everyone, this is Emmy Kirshner and welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast, episode two. This is going to be a great episode. Really excited because I get to interview the one and only Sheldon Barlett Rumor of This Is It TV. Sheldon specializes in personal branding and helps entrepreneurs be more visible by teaching them how to scream their dream. On the show today, Sheldon shares her formula for success and how you too can find your voice. My name is Emmy Kirshner, and I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor who helps creative entrepreneurs double and triple their revenue. The one thing I get asked all the time is how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed their lives and others. Kirshner with the Tribe of Leaders podcast and today I am so super excited because I have the honor to introduce you to Sheldon Barlett Rumor. She is the executive producer and host of This Is It TV. I have been on her show and if you haven't seen it yet you definitely want to go over to Facebook watch it. She's amazing. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. It's nice to be on the other end of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, from time to time. And this is, this is super, super awesome. So such an honor to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I've been so looking forward to um, bringing you on because I love your energy and I love what you're creating for people too. So tell everybody a little bit about you and what you yeah. do when This Is It TV because it's really a unique show. Thank you so much. Thank you. So we have a digital platform, This Is It TV. You can find it at thisisittv.com or Facebook backslash This Is It TV. Anywhere you search This Is It TV, I pop up. Um, and I was in the, the traditional advertising space. You know, I had a traditional agency. We did social media, web design, graphic design, public relations. And I was really in the rat race of things. Um, I was doing a lot more human resources than I was actually marketing and, and being part of campaigns. I was dealing a lot more with accounts payable or not dealing a lot more with accounts payable. Mm -hmm. um, and then really working on the clients and working in the business. And, and I found that really challenging. But the part that I really loved about working with my clients was getting them ready for PR opportunities. So getting them comfortable in, the, in front of the camera. I studied media in college. I was, you know, I was like, okay, this is so fun. I looked forward to that during the week, during the day to be like, oh, when can we record an interview with this particular small business owner or this particular talent um, to get them ready? And so what they started doing was they took those sample interviews, those mm -hmm. practice runs, and they started putting them on their websites and people started liking them and following them and, and really enjoying that. And I began to understand that I really enjoyed it, that I became alive when I allowed for other people to find their voice. And so I was like, how can I do this as often as possible for as long as possible? And how can I make this work um, for me? So I decided to pivot what was IG Creative as a traditional agency into IG Creative, a production company. And This Is It TV came from that. So we really interview entrepreneurs, small business owners, national and local talent and community leaders, and allow for them to what we call no longer whisper their wishes, but scream their dream on our platform. So yeah, that's what it is. It's super, super fun. It's on every day, crazy. On every day, we interview from one to three people every single day um, at our studio here in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I love, I love 
both the Screen the Dream and the Whisper Your Wishes because I can't even count how many entrepreneurs I've met and, and you, I mean, I've heard you speak, yeah. so like, you know, you, you do it so perfectly. It's where it's like, hello. 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 Can I, can you buy this from me? Like with no confidence, like, would you, if you went into a store and somebody was like, um, do you want to buy that? I don't know. Like, you'd be like, absolutely not. I don't want to buy that. Like, you don't want that from a salesperson. So right. you definitely want that from an entrepreneur, right? You don't want them to be trepidatious about sharing their features and benefits with you. It makes you believe that there's something wrong with the product and service that they're offering, or it's not ready yet, or it's still in beta or whatever that means, or it's still not in a space where, you know, they're comfortable with it. So why would I buy it? And the majority of small business owners and entrepreneurs that were my clients in our traditional agency space and the people who sit with me on the show found that that was their, that that was the voice or the tempo that they were using, which was unfortunate because the reaction that they were getting from people was that their product or service wasn't ready or there was no value associated with it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, and just correct me if I'm wrong yeah. too, but for me, that's your leadership mm. is really yeah. having people step into screaming yeah. your dreams. So talk about how you yeah. view leadership and, and how you're leading your company because you're, you've got, oh. So much like you are so on fire right now. <laughs> I, I things. I mean, 2019 is 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 going to be a great. I don't know if two crossing fingers is good or bad. I'm not sure, but it's I'm good. crossing. You get double, right? Right, right. Every digit I have, I'm crossing because 2019 is is really sizing up to be something beautiful. I didn't really understand, you know, as a young person, I didn't call it leadership, right? I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't know that that's what it was called to have people follow you, right? To, to be able to say, I'm having a birthday party at age nine and inviting my whole class and having my whole class show up. I didn't understand what influence meant, right? I didn't understand that I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to encourage my teammates and they're going to make me the captain. And that's called leadership. And Sheldon, you are now a leader. I didn't know what it was called. I just knew that I inherently found myself in those positions where I either was a leader or I was influencing people. And until I'm proudly 41, until I'm now owning myself and owning my own brand, I'm like, I've been a leader this whole time. This has been part of my framework. Um, but there are different types of leaders, which you know, and my philosophy is I'm never going to ask anybody in my team or even sitting here on the show to do something that I would not do. Right? So you, if you, and you've been to many events with me, I'll be, me, Taquan, Taquan, who's our production manager, I'll be schlepping with Taquan. I got just as many bags on as he's got on. I'm right. setting up the step and repeat. I'm putting out the pens. I'm taking the pictures. You know, that is my idea of truly being a leader is, is leading by example. I mean, I think that really you know, showing up, you know, I was taught, I'm from Sierra Leone, West Africa. That's where I was born. And that's where my family's oh, wow. from. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, so cool. yeah, I was born in Freetown. And so for me, we were always of the notion that you wake up early and you go to bed late. You know, you are not necessarily the best African-American in the room. You're not necessarily the best woman in the room. You're the best person in the room. And you're, if anything, if you do not have the skill set that God has provided you, you're going to work the hardest um, and you're going to do your best. And so that has always just been inherently my way. And then in doing so, just naturally encouraged other people to do the same and just rewarded them and encouraged them, you know, that that's the best way in order to be able to live your life. So, you know, you might not necessarily be the smartest person in the room, but you're going to give a hundred percent and do right. your best and be able to figure it out. So um, for me, leadership is, is leading by example. 
and and saying, you know, eventually, and now I'm in the position where I don't have to do all the schlepping and I'm not the necessary, I don't have to be the person necessarily setting everything up. But the fact that they know that I will, you know, it without being asked or I will gladly pitch in and help and I will gladly pitch in and, and be there to be able to help you, you know, where we need it as opposed to, you know, that's not for me to do or I asked you to do it, you know, in that sense of attitude and tone. Um, so that was, that's my number one. I mean, I have many, but that's, that's definitely my number one scenario. Just leading by example and not real, you know, not asking anybody to do anything, um, that I haven't done myself. And, you know, and, and with that, you know, just to, to, to share briefly is all of the hurdles in my life, you know, those downfalls, I call them valleys as opposed to hills, mm-hmm. all of that downtrodden time. And there's a lot in the entrepreneurial space. Um, I was so regretful of them. I was so, I was so, you know, ashamed of them, you know, in so many different ways. Now I know that those have afforded me to be a better leader because now I know what not to do. Now I've done all of the things, young people, that you want to do and ignore me, but I'm telling, right, but I would never know if I didn't fail in such a tragic way. I would never know that, right? I think that everybody's failures, when you get comfortable sharing them, yeah. Is your biggest gift and the best way that you can serve? Yes. Yes. Right? I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So what you don't know what you don't know, right? You just have that, no idea. Yeah. yeah. So what's one of the what's one of the the valleys um that you had like a really great learning experience with? Well, I mean, it's a constant thing. I mean, I think that for me, my eyeballs are always, you know, I a lot of people are not have the issue of not being confident or not wanting to go for things. Sometimes, most of the time, sometimes I go for things prematurely, right? And so I say, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I'm going to do it. I don't care what anybody says. I don't need a plan. I'm just going to go with it. There is guts in that and there's bravery in that. And I encourage everybody to have bravery, but there's also needs to be a plan. And I think that taking the necessary time to have a plan, like I've had this same energy, this same boastfulness, for as long as I can remember. And when I was a young entrepreneur, no one could tell me that I needed a plan. No one could tell me that at 21, that I shouldn't have the corner office, that I shouldn't be an entrepreneur, that I shouldn't own my own business, that I shouldn't, you know, be making all these grandiose decisions. Like if you were ever to watch the movie, Jerry Maguire, that is Cheldon. Like would march into every meeting and have an opinion and what you should do and take my goldfish and leave because nobody wants to listen to me. But the truth of the matter is, is that I didn't have the experience to back up what it is that I was saying. And at the time, I didn't see that. I just saw that as me, you know, wanting and believing that wanting was enough. But wanting is part of it, but it's not all of it. So, you know, my equation is aspiration plus action equals abundance. So I can aspire, but without that action, without that knowledge, without that those valleys without the skill set. I mean, I'm just talking. And I was just this 22 year old, 24 year old that was probably so annoying and just talking with no experience, didn't have any idea what she was saying, but just wanted it so bad and thought that that was enough. So my big piece of advice is just one is not enough. Aspiration is not enough. You have to have the skill set um, behind it. And that's why I'm, I'm celebrating birthdays. And I mean, my 30th birthday was the, the most wonderful thing. I'm 41 now. It was wonderful because I was like, 
I've, I've, I've paid my dues. I've been in that space, 41, 40, 41. I was like, oh my goodness. Now I have all this breadth of knowledge that I can share with people, that I can justify why I belong in the room, why I am unquestionable like, about my value. You know, as opposed to like being patted on the back and being told to sit down and learn more, I'm going to take all of those, the, all of that, inf- you know, all of that knowledge with me. And so that's my biggest piece of advice, you know, as a leader to people that are going through it, there's no kind of shortcut to the journey. Yeah, I totally, yeah. totally agree with you. And you said a really interesting thing that right. I totally believe and agree with you. Because um, I think there's a fine balance of, you know, you said that, like you just took action. You didn't really have a plan. Yeah. At some point you've yeah. got to have a plan. Yeah. It's, I see like one or the other with a lot of entrepreneurs where it's like, they're in that action space that you were in and yeah. great because you're like, you're making things happen. Yeah. But then at some point it becomes too much and things you have no back end, and nothing happens. Right. Or then you have the perfectionists. Right. And that's where I tend to lean to where then it's like, it's, it's total opposite. Yeah. But that's what it is. And, and I mean, there was, there's entrepreneurs that I've known that have been working on widgets and clothing lines for years, years. Yeah. They haven't sold a shirt, but they've been working on it for years and they're wondering why they're not making money or they're wondering why, you know, they're not successful because they're not moving forward because they're in, you know what I mean? The action, you know, they're in that planning phase and they're not so much in that aspiration and guts phase. They don't believe right. that, that it's ready to go to market or what have you. And that's why the balance is so important. Right. You know, what falls under the action, which is the planning and what falls under the aspiration, which is the belief. And the combination is what really makes you successful. You know, again, as a young person, I had nothing but aspiration, right? Okay. But I had nothing to justify all of the things in which I wanted. Right. And I can, I mean, talking to 22 year old Sheldon, you wouldn't have gotten through that conversation, but you know, talking to 41 year old Sheldon, that's where I'm at. And you know, yeah, looking back and I'm like, no, Sheldon, you didn't deserve a six figure degree because you, you know, worked at a gym and you know, why would somebody make you the vice president? I mean, I was applying for jobs because I believed I deserved them, which is the, I guess I was an early millennial before millennials were a thing. I don't know. But that <laughs> was like, you know what I mean? Like that was my space. And I think that a lot of, you know, to your point, a lot of entrepreneurs are either in one or the other yeah. space. It's the balance that, that is key. Yeah. And I think having some of that awareness of which one you are and then kind of reining yourself in. So like for me, it's, all right, well, I've done this a little bit of planning, so let's go make some stuff happen right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And kind of reminding yourself and checking yourself yeah. on either area. You know, yes, Sheldon, you're so excited about this, but are you planning? We had some opportunities to do a series of different things, um, you know, in the most recent month. And I, I just had to say, no, it's not going to be the, my best work. It's going to be rushed. It's not, you know, though I may want to do it, I may want to go to these events or I may want to participate is it going to provide value for what it is that I am doing? Old Sheldon would have went, spent, overspent, spent money I didn't have, done all a bunch of different things in order to just be in the space, just to fulfill that aspiration. Right. Now, more mature Sheldon is saying, okay, does this fit into the plan? And I think that that comes with time, leadership, mentorship, and just understanding the value of what it is that I, it is that I want. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You also said you didn't recognize yourself as a leader until recently. Yeah. Was, was, there, was there a defining moment or is it something that just evolved? Um, I think that it was, I think that it was a couple of, it was a couple of things. I think that 
you know, you just don't, when you're living your life, you don't know what it's called, right? You just, you know, the Cheldonness of me, I guess. And, and, and just, you know, this is what it is. And, you know, I'm, I'm the one throwing the party and I'm the one, you know, doing this and I play sport and, and the multitasking of it. And, and very recently, you know, did I, when I say recently, I'm saying within the last five years, so I'm not even saying like yesterday, but within the last five years, it was very much a situation where I'm like, oh my goodness, everything that I've done to this point has defined me as a person. It, that was an, I, I mean, I, I, I was driving and it was like, oh my gosh, like everything from playing soccer when I was little and not paying attention to, you know what I mean? To, 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 to sleeping in on that course in college. All of these things kind of defined me as who I am and what was important to me and what wasn't and what I was good at and what I wasn't good at and what I would do with my time if given the opportunity, what I would do with my money if given the opportunity. So self-reflection, I think, is really important in the leadership role. Like to your point, I think you just mentioned understanding what you are in fact good at and understanding where you fall within that aspiration and action or where you are within, you know, your skill set. You know, I need an accountant. I need somebody to, to, to pay my bills on a regular basis. I need that to happen. I'm okay. Before I felt bad about not being able to fulfill yeah. that role. I felt really guilty about, you know, I'm not a good entrepreneur because I'm not good with numbers and I'm not good at math and I have no self-discipline when it comes to spending money. I, I, I shouldn't do this, but no, I shouldn't do that part of it. I should give right. that part of it to someone else. And I think that that is also a key part of leadership, knowing what to delegate and then knowing what you can own. On I think own. that's so important. And that's one of the things I see with like high performing people, yeah. you know, some of, and some of the, like the top high performers yeah. um, too, is they delegate all the yeah. things that they don't want to do. They're not good at, so they can stay in that space of serving and, and yeah. creating the thing that they need. So, yeah. and, and it's, I think it's better. And it's almost like giving a gift to have somebody do the things that they're excellent at that. Exactly. Let them own that. Let them own that. If they're great at math, like who am I to take that away? That's that's my philosophy now. Like who am I to take your math away from? <laughs> who am I to take your accounting away from you? Let me give that to you. You're welcome. You know, and let me stand over here and let me public speak and let me do the show and let me thrive in my space. And then the other thing is is also you feel better in your own space. I think that entrepreneur chip and and leadership is hard having people rely on you is hard having you know having the burden of your business is hard when right. you compile that with doing things that you're not proficient in you know that's that's when bad things begin to happen and and believe me i've been in that in that space so yeah so i i, I encourage people to find you know know what you know and know what you don't know and find people who are capable in other areas to help you with what you're not proficient in Exactly. I love that. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, You're welcome. I hear that one over and over and over again because yeah. I think that the running dialogue of the should, 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 should is constantly yeah. there. And you have to reevaluate yeah. what's important. Yeah, so, so much. And I think that also because it's such an intimate thing, whether being a leader or being an entrepreneur is such an intimate thing, and people have already told you not to do it. Right. So people, I mean, whether through their eyes or verbally, right. Then like, don't do it. Right? right. So when, when there is a piece of that, that you are not capable of doing, you keep it to yourself mm -hmm. because people are already told you, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. I told you, like you couldn't, you, you can balance your books. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. 
So you're already feeling a sense of guilt that you're missing a component of what you told people you could already accomplish. So now you're kind of being sheepish about being like, I need help. Um, you know, especially a lot of female entrepreneurs, we're, you know, we're about taking it on, like pile it on. I'll do it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. One of my big things is if I say that I'm fine more than three times, I'm not fine. Uh, no, that's, <laughs> that's one of like the no-no phrases. It's like, exactly. all right, something bad is happening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you're so tempted to have it all together, whether it be perception based or whether it be, you know, to make yourself feel as if you've got it all under control. And then when you say, you know, I need help, you internally, this is not even externally, this is internally, you see it as a weakness. And that becomes a problem, you know, what I mean? that becomes a halting problem in moving forward. But I think that understanding your weaknesses is, is, is part of being a great leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much. Oh, right. I love this. this We're going to hashtag that. Understand your weaknesses. Understand <laughs> your weaknesses. It's important. And I think that that's a dark place, right? Like who wants to talk about what they don't know how to do? Yeah. Not, I'm not saying dwell in it. I'm saying address it. Right. And then move on. Oh, I think it makes you stronger. Yes. Yes. And I think that avoiding it or pretending, you know, pretend. And then, and there's a lot of people, like there's people that can't dance, but love to dance right? They can't. And they've acknowledged that they can't dance and they're rhythmically challenged, but they love to be out on the dance floor every day. Go! But at least you've acknowledged your space. I think it's just kind of owning who you are. Like, and if you want to learn how to do it, like I challenge myself as a business person, again, like I mentioned, I'm not good at accounting and I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not really good with money or math. I, I know that to be true. So, but that I can't avoid understanding money and math and being a successful business owner. Right. So it's not that I hand it over to someone completely and say, it's not for me. I'm challenging myself to be better at it, but I know that it belongs to someone else in someone else's category. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's a level as you running your business too. Yeah. That, like the, the nitty gritty details of, of you know, doing QuickBook entries or bookkeeping. Yes. Doesn't yes. be your forte, understanding the financial wellness of your company. Yes. Which is, which is the whole, I mean, that's a part that, you know, personally, I mean, now, like the financial wellness, I mean, that wasn't even a conversation. Either you make money or you don't make money. It's not like financial wellness. Like what? What, is, what does that mean? Your relationship with money? Oh my gosh. And, and that trickles down as a leader, right? If your relationship with money is bad, which, you know, at many points in my career, it has been awful. Um, you then make start making promises that you can't keep. You start over-promising and under-delivering and that trickles down. And that's how your, you know, your team members see you as someone that's mismanaged. Even if you manage everything else, you know, when, when you mismanage that larger piece in that larger area, then that, you know, again, controls what people say about you in your absence. So yeah, that, that's been, and it's been a challenge. I and mean, even for the most successful entrepreneurs, that's a challenge. And it's been a challenge for me for sure. Absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for sharing all of us. And I, I mean, there's so many tidbits for people to take away. So share with everybody where they can reach you and where they can yeah. find this is a TV. And we'll definitely, we'll put all the links in the show notes too. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. So we are on each and every day. We broadcast from one nickel co-working, the Nichols building in Manion, Pennsylvania, right in Philadelphia. Um, you can follow fan and like us everywhere you find at this is it TV and you can watch every day Facebook backslash and this is it TV. More information on getting involved in the show can be found at this is it TV.com. Awesome. Yeah. And then share with everybody because you have a super cool event coming up. I do. I do. I do. You're so sweet. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And so, 
you know, for years, um, as I've really been working on this as a TV, a lot of business consultants and mentors were like, what are you going to, like, what are you, what, are you, what are you trying to do? Are you going to talk to yourself on Facebook for the rest of your life? Like, is that what you want? And, and that could be a fine answer, you know, um, but I always knew that I wanted a little bit more. You know, I want to impact as many entrepreneurs as possible. I want to share the entrepreneurial spirit. I want to encourage as many people as possible to scream their dream. And so for me, we've always been looking for national distribution. So we have to change things up a little bit. And in order to provide these national platforms with a really high quality program. So we are going to be doing a live show in order to pitch um, a lot of the big digital folks out there, the Netflix and the Amazons and the Hulus of the world. Um, so we'll be doing a live show on May 3rd. We're now soliciting celebrity guests. So we're looking for celebrity entrepreneurs that are out there um, that would love to kind of share their story with us, who they are, why they're unique, and how people can get in touch with their passion project. Um, we're going to be doing that on May 3rd at the Prince Theater. May 3rd at the Prince Theater. It'll be a fun-filled all-day empowerment event from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So breakfast, lunch, panel discussions, and these four interviews. So I hope all of you can make it. Yeah, I will be there. Yay, I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited that I had a chance to meet and chat with you. It is an honor to be yeah. on this well, podcast for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on Tribe of Leaders. Everybody, definitely go and check out This Is It TV. It's incredible. It's so much fun. Sheldon has more energy than I think 20 people put together. Um, and he really interviews some just fabulous, fabulous entrepreneurs. So there's something to be gained in every, every show. Oh, thank you so much. You're thank welcome. you so much. Good luck with all things. You're stuck with me. You know you are. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have you ever thought about those times when if you had just known that one thing, it would have saved you hundreds if not thousands of dollars, or maybe days, weeks, or even months of your time? I've created the Tribe of Leaders membership community for exactly that reason, to give you the tools, the resources, and the support to make growing your business a snap. As a member, you'll have access to video training, live monthly training and masterminds, and special co-working days that will help you run your business like the CEO that you are. You can get all the details at thetribeofleaders.com. See you there.